Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds for the Nintendo 3DS family of systems. In our last episode, we started the game off. We introduced ourselves. I'm your host, Jeremy. Joining us, Jonathan Dunn from O3C Games. Hello there. And uh, Dennis has been able to make it this time. So yay, uh, aka Highland Gamer 01. A full Triforce of hosts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shotgun power. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dennis, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to listeners. You have been on the show once before. We had you on here to talk about some uh, uh, hacking, right? Some, uh, some uh, speed yeah. running. Yes. Yeah. I'm Highland Gamer 1, Dennis, uh, whatever you want to call me. I'm a streamer, mainly. Um, I stream over on Twitch and YouTube. I've played a lot of Zelda games. I, I've beaten all of them. Yeah, always been a fan of them since I was like six. So tons of fun there. Glad for this opportunity, you know. So uh, go ahead and tell us, okay, first Zelda game, best Zelda game. Okay, first Zelda game was is Link Between... No, not Link Between Worlds. Uh, Link to the Past. That was the first Zelda game that I ever played on the on a ROM hack, I think. Mm. I, I think. Though it might have been on the actual hardware, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't the actual hardware. And then the best Zelda game, in my opinion, has to be Twilight Princess. Controversial. Okay. Okay. It's very controversial, yes. All right. I, I, I love Twilight Princess. I, I, I'm always quite a big defender of it, and I still think Midna is one of the great uh, Zelda characters. But yeah, Twilight Princess certainly has its critics. Yeah, I I am someone who's very much into the lore of uh, Zelda, and I really love the lore of Twilight Princess because like, there's so much of it. And so that's one reason why I love it so much is because of all of the war. That's fair. That's fair. Talking about like the, the first time that you played uh, Link Between Worlds. Do you do you remember when uh, when how that was for you? Because we were just talking about it. it was 10 years ago. Yeah. So the first time I played Link Between Worlds, I was still relatively, quote unquote, young and so i'm sure it, you were relatively young compared to us oh uh, oh by far um, <laughs> uh no yeah um and so i was still in the stage where like i i was struggling to like put two and two together for zelda games okay not literally and so link between worlds was the first game that i actually beat mm. which is really funny considering it was 10 years ago um, and it, before that, there's so many more Zelda games, but it was the first game that I actually beat. And then after that, I was able to beat like all the other Zelda games. It was a good game. Uh, I 
was really drawn into like the aspect of like you can dr- turn it into a painting. I thought that was really cool, and I really liked the art style considering how young I was at the time. So it it was a lot of fun. I think it's what really drew me into the Zelda series in the first place. Okay, interesting. So. Yeah, we were talking about in the last episode that uh, you know I now that I think about it, I almost certainly was going through sort of an edgy phase in my life that at the time I probably thought Twilight mm-hmm. Princess was the best Zelda game because of that. And then going into A Link Between Worlds where I'm just like, this is too kitty. This is art. This this is too colorful and kitty for me. So there's a chance that I was going through that. And that's why I can look at it now and just be like, this is gorgeous. But um, remembering mm-hmm. I had some issues with the art style back then. Okay, so uh, why don't we go ahead and get back into the game. So in our last episode, uh, we we woke up multiple times um met a new friend (laughs) went on a little journey now we have uh some some tools at our disposal we could just go directly where they want us to here but i don't know about you guys i can explore i'm going to explore oh yeah i want to see how far this far this sword can take me not far still not far uh, <laughs> we still have little rocks will still keep us from being able to do everything that we want to do right now um but we can go and visit some things we can go and play a couple mini games if we'd like uh one of them in particular did you do the uh e- either of you do the the kuko challenge i did not no okay. uh kuko challenge is just dodging kukos as they come flying at you you're in a little pin and they come at you. You have three different levels that you can do. Um, each one increases difficulty. If you complete the third one, you get a little piece of heart. So Whoa. that was my uh, first one. I I thought I thought I'd I'd explore. Where is that? That's not it's in Kakariko just south Village. of Kakariko Village. Oh, maybe I didn't venture far enough south. Yeah. Oh well. Well, I know I know what I'm doing later. Good way if if you're good at it. <laughs> good way to make a lot of money too. So yeah. something to keep in mind, okay. um, which this game right from the beginning, d- uh, it's clear. They're not going to hold you back with any wallets. They give you four digits yeah. uh, at the, at the start to be like, you could get, you know, potentially 9,999 rupees right now. Um, yeah. Again, it's another thing like we were saying last episode, Jeremy, about uh, just re- removing steps uh, from, from enjoying the game. You know, it just goes, uh, yeah, just getting Big wallet, adult wallet, giant wallet, doing this. That's just it's what's the point? Let's just just have your money, crack on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it's 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 another it's another thing they've just another barrier they've just taken away. And because you don't need to. It's like, is it is it is it fun to not be able to pick up rupees? Right. No. Don't put yeah. it in the game. Let's just leave that out. <laughs> um, yeah. But we did we can go into Kakariko. We can go, we can find a, a shop outside. There's a, a merchant peddling mm-hmm. his wares out on a on a rug out in the open and uh, he's got a bottle for us gotta buy the bottle gotta buy the bottle it's it's a nice bottle. bottle you need the bottle like you need it it's so versatile um, it's 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 the it's the egg of the uh of the zelda world <laughs> yes sure <laughs> um seriously yeah. There's a hundred ways you can cook an egg. There's a hundred things you can put in the bottle. I don't. We don't ever see Link wash it. Like he could have just had some bugs in there, and then he's going to go and pour some milk in it. Yeah, I'd be more worried about the remnants of that milk turning on you after. It doesn't matter. That's that's my problem. Right. 
Wow, I I never thought about that. <laughs> Holy crap! Wash wash your bottles, everybody. This is a PSA. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Thoroughly. when we did get this bottle, I did go ahead and went into the milk bar and I filled it up, which I didn't. I regret it now because in something that mm. I almost certainly edited out in the first episode, Jonathan mentioned that uh, <laughs> there is a character that we can meet there that they're the B, the B man, the B dude. Um. Which when he introduces himself, he's just like, hey, Link, you know me, but now I'm in a bee costume. And I'm just like, <clears throat> okay, um, we, we were talking about this in the last episode too, this being a sequel to A Link to the Past, but it's not really. It just takes place in the same world, uh, but like every character is a different character, even if they have, they have the same name. When they mention the bee guy, I'm just like wait, who were you before? But I don't think he was anybody before in, in A Link to the Past. But not thinking about it, he'll give you a net so you can go and collect bees for him. But you still need an empty bottle for those bees. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you can, sell the, you can sell those bees for big bucks. Immediately went to, there's a, like a glass, a glass grass clearing mm-hmm. um, just to the like, left of the bottom of Kakariko and I just was uh cutting through that just going for B after B for like 30 minutes and I have a ton of rupees now because of that I'm like in the thousands now oh wow okay a lot of rupees okay that okay yeah yeah I don't I mean yeah I mean this game is I mean we'll come on to the whole the whole rental system uh, and why rupees are so important in this game but yeah, yeah. It, but it, it is very much Nintendo's uh, statement on on capitalism <laughs> <laughs> more more rupees more fun is yeah what they're that's what they say that's what they say uh, that is what they say it's on the box so but you don't own it that's it <laughs> but you don't own it unless you pay more rupees that's it. God. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, whenever we go and return some bees to him, he gives us rupees. So that's a good little uh, job, a little side hustle that we have now to go make some more money. Uh, the the dodging the cuckoos you can make at the top tier. You have to pay fifty to do it, but then you can get hundred and fifty if you complete it. So there's oh, wow. that too. But honestly, the bee method sounds a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we can go and explore some more here. A lot of locked doors, um, definitely had some of the secrets that I remember from a link to the past in my head for Kakariko Mm -hmm. going there and it not being there and just being like, okay, I'm definitely not remembering the first time I played this game. I'm remembering (laughs) the game that I've, I know I've played and played through like half a dozen times at least. Mm -hmm. So, uh, really we can't do much more in this town, right? Did you manage to get the the little heart piece that's down the well? No. It is possible. It is. It if you is grab possible. A, grab, grab a cuckoo, jump off the cliff and uh, fly around, you can okay. land into it. Uh, yeah. There yeah, is yeah. a, if you talk to the cuckoo lady, she's talking about someone stole one of them and was flying with them. So I guess it was giving you a hint to do that. But no, I didn't do that. So add it to the list of things to do for the next episode. Yeah. So what we do know is uh, Ravio was mentioning about how uh, you should go talk to Princess Zelda about this stuff uh, because, you you know, oh, I think we told Ravio Princess Zelda's in trouble and then Ravio told it to us, the viewer uh, of what yes. Link was saying. That, that's sort Cause of... Because Link just did this. 
Right. They don't which even... Is, which is, It's great audio content there for you. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the listeners know exactly what you were doing there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we do go to the castle, we will get... We uh, talk to a guard, and a guard just doesn't believe us at all. Um, I did do a lot more exploring. Came up very empty-handed. Found a lot of places <laughs> that I put some pins down, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of caves yeah. and, and entrances and things. Yeah. Uh, came across a fairy as well. Um, mm-hmm. Now the reason the reason I have the milk though, the reason I made sure I was like I want to have milk on me. I need something to replenish it because a lot of times in these Zelda games, the very beginning is the hardest part of the game. Yeah, because you have fewer hearts, and you know you could you're still maybe figuring out the controls. You can see yourself getting hit by random enemies and things like that. So there's a chance that you find yourself in a corner. Um, I was really hoping that they put master mode at the beginning. I do remember now that you have to beat the game once to unlock yeah. master mode. So like my save was still, my save was still on there from the first time I played the game. Ah. So it did give me the choice to play what's called hero mode in this. Uh, yes. but, but I thought I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Just, just in case, just, <laughs> I w- just in I case I, I'm playing through hero mode. Okay, right now, great. So. Great. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. Uh, does it get does it give a description of what the hero mode is? I um, believe hero I know, mode. But... It makes it so that enemies deal more damage, and I believe that's it. Mainly because mm. it still drops hearts, which I didn't think was gonna be a thing. Oh right, yeah. yeah okay. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's only enemies deal more damage. Yeah. See, I'm not fussed on 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 doing it there because like. Like I re- I replayed Breath of the Wild on Master Mode just just fairly recently, and it entirely changes how you have to play the game mm-hmm. in t- totally. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this just sounds like it, I just die more, which is yeah, and, just and not as fun, right? I, even even fun. the idea yeah. <laughs> of hearts not popping up, meaning you have yeah. to make sure you're keeping potions on you and things like that. Yeah, that's that's an additional challenge. But if it is just enemies hit harder or you hit weaker, it's like yeah, just. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll just take me longer. I've got time. I don't have much time. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this game. I don't want to get frustrated with it. You know. That's true. That's true. Um, but as we're as we're telling this guard what's going on, he doesn't believe us. But and he, he and he wasn't ready to let, uh, let us in. Fortunately, Impa opened the door and was just like, "What is all this noise going on out here?" And that is where we go and relay the information to Impa and Impa will hear us out. You know, she, as, as she would, she, she's understands the weird things that happen in this world more so than the guard uh, in front of this door here. So he's, she hears like uh, someone's turning people into paintings. Yeah. Why not? That sounds like a new enemy. Let's, let's go and deal with that. Um, but we get brought in and we get introduced to Zelda here. Now, this is where, again, it's not, it doesn't matter that it's a sequel to A Link to the Past because Zelda goes, we've never met before, but I've been having dreams about a hero fighting some evil and I assume you have too. And that's it. It's a weird way to open a conversation with somebody you've never yeah. met before. Oh, you, that's, I mean, I've never, I've, never, I've never met you before, Dennis, but I didn't say, have you been dreaming about me? Because I've been dreaming the about dreams. you. Because I've been dreaming about you. 
So I should stop using that as an icebreaker on my dating apps, is what you're saying. Oh, frick. Oh, darn. Yeah. No wonder. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, this is where, and then, she, again, this is this is uh, them unloading a lot of lore on to us here. Um, actually, no, before we get into there, we also sat in a waiting room with paintings on the wall that we have to read each one that basically yeah. recounts the story of A Link to the Past. Um, yeah. It's... And that's and every other Zelda game, and pretty much every other Zelda game. <laughs> um, that's really it. I mean, that and the the world that we're going to be in—that's the connection between the two. Everything mm. else doesn't matter at all. Um, so, if for anybody playing this game worried they're missing out because maybe they didn't uh, play enough of a link to the past, you're not missing anything. So, after Zelda says all that. She goes and tells us about how, uh, oh, you need to go talk to Sahasrala. Uh, he'll, he's one of the sages. He'll be able to, to tell you all that. He, he goes and he lives in Kakariko. So go, to, go back to Kakariko and talk to him and figure out what's going on. Right? Because then I'm trying to remember this. That, that's how this happens, right? Because Zelda isn't, Zelda isn't turned. Uh, yeah, that no, that happens. Later. Zelda that happens gives later. us like a little like pendant thing, and then we go over there. That's right. 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 Yeah. So yeah, she gives it. She gives us this pendant, um, which I thought, <laughs> knowing what's going to happen later, I was like, right, the pendant is the thing that protects us, right? And it's like, no, it's that piece of junk that uh, Ravio gave us. But uh, we'll get to yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that wet dog bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we can go and wander some more really. Like I said, at this point, we've seen the, the main things are, are in Kakariko and surrounding Kakariko. If you go to the other areas, you can fight monsters, you can get rupees. Um, I just don't believe you can find another piece of heart anywhere I in there. Don't think so. Not currently, but, uh, we go back to Kakariko. We talked to Sahasrala and he goes and tells us that, okay, yeah, uh, What's what's going on with this guy turning people into paintings? I guarantee you he's going to be going after my pupil, Asfala. Uh, Asfala? Osf- uh, that's how I would say it. I I think Asf... Uh, whoa. You, did, you haven't said it out loud, Osf- have you? Osfala? Yeah, I've never said it out loud. <laughs> Same thing with Sahasrala. Like until you say it out loud, like it makes sense, and then and then you say it out loud, and it's like, whoa. I think I think it's actually it's it's actually pronounced Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's I wouldn't Kevin. worry. If it's it's, it's, it's just Kevin. It's Nordic. Yeah, Osfala. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's all yeah. these like hidden little things above it that you don't see, but uh, no, I, I would argue Sahasrala makes less sense written down than it does saying it. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think that was always the problem is like seeing that name just in text. I'm just like, they're just throwing random letters down. But then when I, I've said, maybe because I've said that name more times than probably anybody on this planet, there's a chance I have said Sahasrala <laughs> more than anybody else in the whole world. Um, I think you're probably right. It's, yeah. It's very possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But he goes and tells us that his people went to the Eastern Palace. Um, to what I'm trying to remember what what was the reasoning for it oh he, he he heard some strange rumors of a man lurking near the eastern palace and so he sent his pupil to investigate that that is the the story behind this here um 
you were Dennis, you were talking about like lore in uh in Twilight Princess <laughs> and like the, there is a lot more reason for a character motivation in Twilight Princess than there is here where we really yeah. are just sort of like it's just ancillary we're just sort of like yeah just I don't know here go take it just go do whatever and it just so happens you stumble across this new ultimate evil that's turning people into paintings and everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but we can go to the uh, Eastern Palace, and uh, as we we get up to there, so again, I get into here, I get taken back. You you talked about how the first time you played it, you you played a ROM hack of it. Uh, now, were you did you just mean you were playing like a ROM? You were just playing on like an emulator? Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's actually the, how I played it for the first time too. Uh, because even though it's like I I had a Super Nintendo at the time. I didn't have that game and I couldn't afford it at the time. My parents wouldn't buy it for me. Uh, you yeah. know, the games were like $60, $70 back then too. So my parents were like, no, you're not getting, if, if I couldn't find it at a flea market, I couldn't get that game. Like that's the only time I got new games for it is that if we found them used somewhere in a bargain bin. Um, but I was able to get that running on my, on our family's computer. And I remember playing it on there and, you know, coming back into the the area of the Eastern palace, I just got taken back to that. I'm, I'm sitting in our, in our computer room, uh, playing this game on a keyboard, right? Like not, <laughs> that's the weirdest thing playing a super Nintendo game on a keyboard. Uh, we didn't have a game pad or anything at the time either. So, uh, that's how I played that game for the first time too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, just a bunch of pirates here on this season. Oh yeah. Yep. Don't tell anybody Arr. listeners. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we can uh, go through here and you know, there's, there's st- again, not a lot to do because our, our tool set is limited. Uh, but we are introduced to the, the, st- the, the stone statues that come to life and all of that. And, mm. uh, you know, just full of enemies jumping at you. Yeah. Are either of you having any trouble so far? Because I mentioned about how the beginning of the Zelda games are the hardest. Um, honestly, the hardest part for me is my thumb slipping on the on the slide pad <laughs> on the 3DS. Um, I honestly just, re- I remembered the way to the entrance of the Eastern Palace. So I just ran past everything, trying not to wake <laughs> it up. <laughs> nice. I mean, most, thi- most things drop hearts. Yes. You yeah. Know, yes. Um, and and nothing does more than half a heart of damage anyway. So odds odds are, if you take out two enemies without getting hit one by and only get hit once, you're going to be quits in. Mm. My it's problem is, is if I get hit once, that's a whole heart of damage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, <clears throat> it, I only have three hearts right now at this point. So it it's scary. But that's the thing. I want that. That's that's I'm I'm always the person like when we're playing these games, just like Zelda games, I love them, they're too easy. Make it a little bit harder. Just turn the knob up a little yeah, bit yeah. on there. And so when they decided to put in these hero modes, I loved it. But the fact that they make have to beat the game first to unlock it, yeah. just like just let mm. me do it from the beginning. But anyway. Um when we get up to here we do get a little cutscene that looks at the top of these pillars and they have shapes of what is very clearly a bow and arrow. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, <laughs> I thought it was like a hammer or something. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering at first. I was like, they don't, we'll get the options to pick different items later. 
Um, you know, for those that haven't played this game, I don't want to spoil too much. But mm-hmm. when this did happen, I was wondering, that's not random, right? It's always going to be that. It's always going to be the bow. It'd be fun if it was, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It would be cool. Be bad for this show. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's good for this here. Um, also, Ravio left a sign for any nearby adventurers. If you have any trouble with your adventuring, come visit me at my store, which happens to be in this one guy's house that I'm rooming at. Yeah, who I'm sure hasn't like classified his address as a business property for his tax return. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, Get your papers in order. So uh, we go ahead back to our house. And uh, so far it looks untouched. Uh, he was kind of surprised that we, we had come back already and uh, gave us a little quiz on which shape we saw. So, uh, yeah, this is where, you know, you had a couple different options there, but I didn't select the wrong one. Did either of you select the wrong one for fun? I should have. I should have. We need to start doing yeah. things for fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Life's too short for fun, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> We've got games life's to play. Too short for fun. <laughs> the capitalist mentality. Exactly. I did. I, I'd, I'd already start. I'd stumbled across a blocked up cave, and I did want to get the bombs. And I thought, I wonder if I could just select the bombs, and he'd give me a bomb, and I'd go and bomb that cave. And then, but I, I just again couldn't be bothered. Um, I, no time. No time. Needed mm. to get the bow and arrow. Need to get Need that. Need to go there. fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to go fast. Got to go fast. Uh, that's Link saying. Um, so we do <laughs> say the bow and arrow, and he's just like, "Oh, does it look like this?" And then it's like, da-da-da-da, we get the bone arrow. Um, so, um, now, Jonathan was talking about a thing that you could go and do from here because I was complaining about only having one item uh, slot mm. right now. So, Jonathan, what is, what is the thing? Like, since we're at the house, it's near here, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you if you venture a little bit west, a little bit west, there's a there's a there's a lady who says she's she's missing uh, her, her son. Or her friend, or somebody. Oh, is it goalie? She's ta- is she talking yeah, about goalie? goalie? Okay. Oh, there we go. This is this is this is how much attention I pay. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> she's lost one of one of the main characters, and uh, <laughs> and then you go you go north into a little clearing and you find them, and then uh, and then you get given a pouch, uh, and the pouch is your extra item slot, so you can then have uh, an item on X and an item on Y. I kept pressing so, uh, X yeah. and I was like, is that roll? Can I roll in this game? I don't know if I'll ever be able to roll. I would love to, but... Yeah, I can't remember that. that either. There's no roll. Uh, There's no roll. Okay, alright. That was one of the best things about Minish Cap. Just rolling it everywhere. It was, yeah, it was, it was such a surprise. D- didn't expect it. Brilliant. Anyway. Anyway. Gah. Ugh. dreadful game seven out of ten <laughs> um, yeah oh so. 70 pound dlc come on <laughs> um no so we can go and do all that which i need to go and do now for sure um did you dennis did you get this are you still just rocking i one did item? not i completely forgot where it was because like <laughs> i remembered it was a thing and i was just like i don't know where it is i'm just gonna keep going <laughs> I was just like, oh, wow, they only give you one item in this game. Okay, all right. Challenge accepted. Mm. Um, I mean, it's not like you have many other things to put in. I mean, you're not really going to use your net and your... I mean, you might. Yeah, yeah. You might. You might. 
Yeah, you, need you might just set things on fire. The 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 volley or whatever. The what? Uh, in like Twilight Princess, or like oh. you pull out your net oh, and like yeah. you spin and you hit the light ball back. Mm-hmm. You, you need it for that. Yep. So in case we run into I... Ganondorf yeah. on our way here, uh, oh yeah, make sure we yeah. Have that. So just in case, you never know. They they went places with this game. You never know. Yeah. Um, no, we uh, we get the bow and arrow. We can go back to the Eastern Palace. With that, we have the ability to then shoot the orbs on the side that open the door. And that's going to take us into our first dungeon. But first, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll talk about the Eastern Palace. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, we are back. We're in the Eastern Palace. Um, Again, just the nostalgia for me coming back here, just not for this game, not nostalgia for this game, because I'd only played through this game once. Uh, 10 years ago when it came out. So I'm I'm excited to get back into here, but you get into there and you've got the orbs, which in the, on the Super Nintendo, when these things came down, I always thought they were water. Now it's very clear that these are like stones, like stone spheres that are rolling down the hallway at us. Um, yeah. But it's big old bowling balls. So you thought, yeah. yeah. Classic in, Indiana Jones. And the bolt ball. <laughs> My favorite, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love that one. The best one. Yeah, the um, fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like getting into here, seeing all that, just getting getting taken back. It's it's just, it's great. Though, I wish there was more to say about this dungeon. Um, it is fairly it, straightforward. Yeah there, yeah, there isn't really much to do when you've only got sort of one one tool to interact with with puzzles and stuff like that but uh yeah it was i i it's i loved getting that sense of depth that you get with the obviously with the stereoscopic 3d and i started to remember all the ways the game is going to use that in some of the other dungeons with the other the other uh layers and stuff like that obviously this dungeon does it a tiny little bit it gives you a little taste um but yeah i started remembering everything uh, that's to come because my memory of this game is very hazy it's a lot hazier than i thought it was going to be um yeah it's very little i remember of it uh so yeah it was nice it was nice but like you said short simple right it's, it's a tutorial isn't it's it? it's a tutorial really? yeah yeah this is how dungeons work in this game and now yeah it's, it's covered everything else you've got a sword you're going to rent items this is how a dungeon goes have now, now 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 get to it it's the great plateau yeah. yeah yeah fair um, much. dennis are you playing in 3d mostly or are you uh keeping that off i'm keeping that off mainly because it it, it looks 
wavy. <laughs> so when I do it and it's weird and it plays tricks on my eyes and it makes me think, oh, the balls that are coming at me are way farther away. Oh, okay. And and so so I, I died a lot on that room because I had 3D on and I was like, you know what? No. And so I, I turned it off and first try I was able to get past the balls. So I do have to ask, do you wear glasses? I do. I have contacts in. Okay. Because that's always been a thing. It's the same thing with like VR for certain people. If you can't wear your glasses in a VR thing, it makes the just the the, mm. the effect not work at all. And yeah, yeah. this being very experimental technology in terms of glasses-free 3D, I know that like if you don't have near perfect eyesight on your own, sometimes that this just doesn't work for you. Yeah. Jonathan, do you wear glasses or are those just for fashion? <laughs> Both, mate. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, I, can't, I can't help that my disability makes me look very good. Um, very fashionable. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't have a problem. I, I, I get that same slight twinge in the center of my forehead uh, if I've played it, playing it for a long time. VR seems to be fine occasionally. Like if I don't, if I don't have my glasses on when I'm playing then um, it does start to get to me. Fortunately, like playing, certainly playing in VR, if I'm playing on my que- on my like Oculus Quest, I can leave my glasses on and it's fine. Um, and yeah, 3DS is is uh, is fine. I, and I love I love the the stereo the st- stereoscopy stereoscopy um, of it. Uh, it's 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 brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, it, but yeah, you do obviously have to stand pretty still or sit still and not play at an angle and not look away from the screen. <laughs> for it to really work like i said in the last episode i love the fact that nintendo have made it so that it retains 60 frames per second even in 3d um it means that yeah this is one of the best 3d experiences you can get on the little console um yeah nice. wait this game runs at 60 frames per second yep mm-hmm. what 120 frames per second it's like 120 yeah because it's doing both uh, two two sets of images at the same time now it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't help that like, you know, it's not like the 3DS screen is super high res. So it's yeah. it's not like when you're playing Spider-Man 2 at, you know, 60 frames, the performance mode where like everything smooths out and it's just like a whole different experience versus that. Mm. It's more just yeah. like, it just runs smooth and you don't think yeah. about yeah. it. That's, that's really yeah, exactly. It. That's it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, yeah, it's funny. Like, we get through this whole dungeon, right? We're, we've, we've got that bow and arrow. We hit some, some orbs and it raises and lowers things for the 3D. Gives you some fun effects on there. Uh, but I get through this whole dungeon. I didn't even pick up the map. Like I get done, when, when I got <laughs> done with it, like I got the compass and it showed me all the treasure chests. There was one left and I was like, I know what it is. I don't need it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, there aren't maps in, in the dungeons because it just gives you the maps. Oh, does it give you the map? Okay, then maybe the, I need to go yeah. back to there. Maybe there's some rupees in there. You probably do. There's, okay. there's a heart piece in there. Then that's probably what I missed. Great. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Thank you, Jonathan. Another thing for me to go back and do. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, it's like I, I it's it makes sense that it, you just get a map because you've got that second screen um, and a, a map is a perfect use for the second screen. So why not? So, you know, it, d- it doesn't really make sort of sense just to deprive the player of that for half of a dungeon when it could just be useful and fun. 
Um, so it's nice. I like I like it. For, uh, again, for someone like me, who I really struggle to remember my way around places and where things are in relation to others. Um, so I'm very old. Um, <laughs> so, I'm in so, so much pain. I'm so, oh, so old. So cold. My hip. Uh, no, uh, it's starting to rain. Um, oh, yeah, I can feel it. Oh, that's going to hurt come winter. Uh, um yeah, so it's uh, it's 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 great. It's another another instance of of uh, Nintendo really streamlining the process, you know, of, right. of, of the game. Uh, makes sense to have the compass be be something like you said to define like the the hidden um the hid the chests. And did you find the secret fairy room in the dungeon? There's a fairy room. Yeah, there's three fairies in there and a bunch of rupees. No, okay. Need to go and... back and do that too. Um... <laughs> I was You're I was welcome. apparently very hasty getting through here. You um, can catch the fairies with a net and put it in a bottle. So right, but well, if can you, they swim in my if, milk? If, I beg your pardon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, that's, oh. that's another one of my icebreakers on my dating apps. <laughs> Jesus! Oh boy, do I keep that in? Um, so we get through here. Yes, uh, we've got a big key. We got a. Big key, boss key. I can't remember what they called these ones. Um, I big key, little key, couple big box. Yeah. I yeah. think it's big key. We get the big key. We go into the big door. Uh, and we've got a little... What's in there? A big. Yep. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we see uh, Yuga, which we, tar- we... we Jonathan put this together in the last episode. Yuga and Yiga. Um, yeah, Dennis didn't really think about that, did you? <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't. Wondering yeah. if there's supposed like, to be a connection there. Yeah, it's like Malin and Talon, and Malin and Talon. It's uh, it's just another universe's version of the Yiga clan, uh, but without the pot belly. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do see that they <laughs> were too late. Uh, Osfala, even though he had his magic sand rod with him, which he assured us is all he needed to take care of anything here. Um, Where's the sand? Yeah, there's no, oh, unfortunately, you went to the dungeon without any sand in it. Oh, um, he is currently <laughs> being sacrificed, um, nah, floating sucks. over a pit, and uh, he gets turned into a portrait by uh, Yuga, just as he did with the uh, previous maiden. And so now he has two of them, he has two of the sages in, in his pocket, and we get a little boss battle with him. Uh, Dennis, why don't you go ahead and describe this? for for the audience <laughs> the fight is pretty straightforward so yuga is gonna be on like the other side of this arena with like the hole in the middle and what it wants you to do is you it wants you to shoot arrows at yuga and stun yuga so that and then you can go over and attack yuga with your sword and then yuga will be like nope and become a portrait and run away and then you just repeat that until Yuga's like, wow. Right. Yuga did something. I mean, I was really quick in here. There's This has been a, a, a common thing uh, where I ended up speed running through a boss battle, not realizing there were different things that they did. And I was wondering about this <laughs> yeah. too, because there were times I was wondering if Yuga was going to shoot something at us that we then had to volley back to them. Uh, with the way that it looked, but I just, yeah, again, I just fired arrows at them immediately. I am pretty sure he does shoot something at you. I just don't think that you can volley it. Yeah, it's not quite the same setup as the old uh, 
Phantom Ganon fight, is it, in Ocarina? But it's that, it is very similar. Yeah. And then also there is another attack that he can do where like he summons four like knights out of the walls. Yeah, see, never saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. never got that far. Yeah. Yeah, I was the same as you, Jeremy. I just I just shot and slashed and uh, asked questions later. As in now. <laughs> I did this fight like within like 20 seconds. Well, that, like it was fast. So you just knew that he had those other moves. Yeah, okay. I... I've played through this game so many times just to like see what like okay. attacks things can do when I because like going back to look at it, it's like, what did I miss? Because you can't really you can't go back in this game like you can with other games to fight uh, bosses that you've beaten. Honestly, it's great to hear that you are a, a deep expert of this game then, because yeah. Yeah, otherwise we would have just <laughs> been like, we should yeah, have one of them. <laughs> yeah, it should be one of us. <laughs> <laughs> where Jonathan and I are our old man brains are just like we get we we didn't leave space for this game here. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. So uh okay, good to know. We then uh we beat him. He is exhausted and he's just like, enough of this, and then he does his magic spell that pins us against against the wall and turns us into Jonathan. You did some research, uh very uh, uh, referential to what kind of paintings i guess yeah well, i mean the or, the it, it's a it's a it's a classic wall painting sort of style uh very similar to what you might see in the older uh, primitive or early art eras like cave paintings uh, but also it's reminiscent of mesopotamian uh wall art as well um i, I just happen to know off the top of my head um as as all brits <laughs> do right that's why we brought you on here you all you all know history we stole all this art from everyone. It's all in our <laughs> museum. So, you know, uh, it's, it's very central to our culture. <laughs> um, but thankfully, because of Ravio's stinky bracelet, uh, we're able to then pull ourselves back out of here. And then immediately, it's not even like it tells us, like you would have thought there'd be some kind of tutorial being like, screen to pop up and be like, press this to turn into the wall again, do all this. But no, it's just... If you press it. A again, it saved you. Just do you. That. Yeah. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> no, just like, it's very you're cool. stuck in this room now. Yeah, you're, you're stuck. You can't get out. Right. Uh, this is where we then have to pay attention. And again, when you turn the 3D on, those slits in the wall really do stand out a lot more, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Um, but this is where we can stick back on the wall. Uh, there's also a heart, a full heart container that you can pick up here. So, da-da-da-da. Um, so we can get into the wall and we can run along the wall. Now this does also, I need to bring this up. This uses our, I don't know, Ravio points, I guess you'd call them. It's, it's sort of the magic meter that we have in this game that oh, are yeah, it's, like, it's your stamina, isn't it? Yeah. I guess it's stamina because it's not really, it's used for the items that we have. Uh, yeah. When we fire an arrow, it takes a chunk out and it does heal back on its own. Yeah, it's brilliant. Don't need don't need to pick up ammo or anything. Again, streamlining. Mm -hmm. Love it. I love it. But also when we are in our painting mode, 2D mode against the wall, that also uses up our stamina. I want to call it Ravio points. I'm gonna call it RP for this one. <laughs> <laughs> um not to be confused with rupees. Right, exactly. Keep keep up. Um <coughs> <laughs> but now with this so making notes. <laughs> with this we can go out of there and we're immediately outside of the building of the of this this uh the um palace here running along the walls and then we get these different 
angles that make you feel like there's just a, a bottomless pit down below us right now. Um, just really Big cool problem. effects. It's brilliant. I mean, it's it's such a fantastic example of just blowing your brain wide open as mm-hmm. well. Like in just with the press of a single button, not obviously your entire perspective changes and literally the way you've thought about any Zelda game before changes. You know, it's in the, in the same way that it does in like Tears of the Kingdom when like you realize you can pick up anything or mm-hmm. move anything. Uh, it's just like uh, you, you thought you knew how to think about Zelda games, how to get around about dungeons, about walls. Uh, <laughs> right. No, yeah. all different, all different. Like what an incredible treat that moment is just to go literally press A to change everything. Well, and then even before, like, you know, they, I do remember before this game came out, not thinking that was a big deal, right? Yeah. Like the advertisement's yeah. just like, oh, they're just doing a fun thing where you're running along That's the That's the gimmick here. in this one. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like being a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> not not riding a train. <laughs> <laughs> not realizing just how much of a game changer it'll be. Yeah. So uh we can go and run along the walls here and all of that. And really it's just to then exit this dungeon. Like we've completed the dungeon. Some games will just teleport you back out. This one it's just sort of like, no, you need to make your way out, but in a fun Ooh. way, not just retreading back to the entrance here um there's a number of treasure chests treasure to find find. exactly yeah um no it's nice it's really really nice uh yeah and this is also where we do see the the little uh potion vials that we'll be able to find that there are purple pots that if you smash them they have more energy back in there so you can refill quicker again just saving time you could just stand there and refill yeah. it but then they're just like yeah if you just want to refill the whole thing right now there just you crack. Go. Yeah. yeah yeah it's great again like, it's a nice little way of tutorializing that new function as well just to go okay this is how it works here are some examples of where you're going to run out of stamina here are some examples of like what you can and can't go past you know this is you have to walk only on a on a single sort of uh height you only, you can't go up and down you have to stay at the same height it just shows all of those things without having to put you through a tutorial um and uh and making it part of the dungeon you know making it part of your way out it's uh it's just it's really seamless really really well designed stuff in the same way again like i i i'm going to be saying this a lot this season about how much of a precursor this game is to breath of the wild like it is m- so much more so than twilight princess or skyward sword is a pre is, is a precursor to wrath of the wild stuff that they do in this game is 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 really really uh um you know setting paving the way for for what they do in uh, in breath of the world in terms of sort of organic learning and uh, teaching the mechanics and all of that sort of stuff and just putting the control in the player's hands uh of, of how you're going to experience this game and leading you but not holding your hand you know right yeah 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 now, when we do get there, we are greeted by Sahasrila, who is just sort of like, wait, what happened to my pupil? Oh, no, he's been kidnapped. Oh, no. Uh, no. We, I, I really hope that he doesn't get the other ones. And then there's just like a loud boom. And we're just like, oh, that timing is not good. We then, without choice, get, uh, go and follow Sahasrila back to the main castle, where then it is covered in a dark aura. Sahasrila then explains to us, well, okay, I remember this happened a long time ago. What you need to do is you got to collect the three pendants uh, that'll end the master sword. Once you do that, you'll be able to break the barrier. But crap, Zelda has one of the pendants and she's in the castle. What are we going to do? No, (laughs) it's 
it's almost like I have the same thing. I wish you would have given it to me. Yeah. It, does it look like this? <laughs> yeah. So Sahasrila is uh, surprised that we already have it, but he's like, okay, well, we can just check that off then. That's, that's great. He then marks uh, two places on our map. We have the uh, House of Gales and the Tower of Hera. So for the next episode, I'm just going to go ahead and say we're going to do the House of Gales first. Uh, I don't know. At some point in the game, we're going to be picking items and that'll let us go to different places. For now, that isn't one of the things. We are going to get the ability to pick up some items and rent some items here soon. That's just more for exploration. Uh, later on, we'll be having to make some decisions on which item we pick to go to which dungeon. So for now, we're going to go and uh, do a lot more exploring now that we have a few Whee! more abilities and we'll have access to even more. Go do Ooh. a bunch of exploring. <laughs> make it to the House of Gales. Whoosh. Whoosh. Uh, finish that and then we'll be back here and talk about it on Channel of the Wild. You get a new one of those every every time, by the way. Oh, nice bonus. So, once again, free free of charge. <laughs> is Yuga, so, is, is Yuga boss... a man? What's that? Is Yuga a man? I think so. <laughs> I think so. I assumed male. Although, you know, okay. we shouldn't all... I, we should I never didn't ask really... them how they identified. Right. But... We have to... Yeah. The question is, what did we assume their gender? I don't... I mean, it's. I, I saw long hair and assumed woman, which says probably more about me. Um, I assumed clown makeup and it was a man. Because uh, there aren't any female clowns. character that we meet at a later point in the game, they refer to Yuga as a he... Yeah, they do. Yeah, 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 right. Cut, uh, yeah, cut all of that out. Okay. Hey, you know what? Hey, yeah. we had the discussion. It's fine. Okay, okay. Yuga is, does apparently identify as he. Okay, good to know. Um, uh, or certainly the, the Zelda community identifies Yuga as a he. Okay. I mm, yeah. Maybe I will cut this out. Okay. <laughs> 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 we could just go with A going forward. It's fine. Um, or it's however fine. we do it, it's fine. I think we just jump straight back in with Dennis. Tell us about that. <laughs> so.